All right, it's weekly pep talk time. Hello, how are you? Welcome. It is time for the weekly pep talk. And in case you've never been here for one of these before, it's just a five-ish minute mental nugget for your week. Appreciate you being here for it. My mom's got it for you in a couple seconds. Talking about like the way your life is going, you know, like where's it going? What are we doing with it, right? And I don't know if you're feeling the same kind of pull, but uh, life's life's weird, man. It's weird. Anyway, I hope you have the best week ever. And uh, the weekly pep talk on the way next. Hello, it's Nancy, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day today. I am thinking today about life and death. I'm thinking about death because yesterday was the one-year anniversary of my brother's death, who died in a car accident um, due to a heart attack. The really miraculous news of that was that he did not have an ounce of blood or a scratch on his body, nor was anyone else harmed in that accident. And so we are comforted by the thought that he died before his car crashed. So that's comforting to know. But then I'm also thinking about the other people I've lost in my life, my mother, my father, my other brother, and now I'm losing my friend Joel. And it's interesting how, you know, death is a part of life. We're all going to die, and we all have one life to live. You know, I just, I think about the ways that my family members have died, and how my brother's life seemed cut a little short because he he was 63 and for all intents and purposes seemed to have a um, good part of his life left. My dad was 70, died of a stroke, died with a friend at home. That was also a beautiful death because he did not suffer. My mother died a long death with uterine cancer in the late 70s, and um, that was quite traumatic for all of us, but I I think now in reflection on that, and of course having gone to therapy about it, that I realized that one reason that it was so traumatic was because we couldn't face it. So as I've gotten older, I have learned to begin to appreciate death as a part of life and to accept it for what it is. But I'm also thinking about life, and I'm thinking about it mainly because, you know, I think that Kramer is starting to ponder his life, and what's the next step? What is the next step in his life that he needs to take? He's feeling unsettled, and certainly there have been a lot of times in my life when I've felt unsettled, and I know that that feeling is a way of nudging us, of nudging us in another direction of wholeness. You know, our life, our life is laid before us and we have to learn to trust our life and to know that we are all on a life journey. Ram Dass says we're all leading each other home and I believe that's true. We're walking together on this journey called life. And so think about your life. Think about your life. What is your life calling you to do? 
What is the divine sparking within you that may be leading you elsewhere? I'll leave you today with this thought. It's a quote from one of my favorite theologians whom you've heard me talk about before, Frederick Beekner. He says, Listen to your life. See it for the fathomless mystery it is, in the boredom and pain of it, no less than in the excitement and gladness. Touch, taste, smell your way to the holy and hidden heart of it, because in the last analysis, all moments are key moments, and life itself is grace. So I wish all of you grace and peace on your life journey. Love you forever.